Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Utah's own Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it's our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to Shouts of Grace Radio. I am your host, Steve Pearson, pastor at Redemption Hill Church here in Saratoga Springs, Utah. And we are delighted that you can join us for today's broadcast. And we want to welcome all the first-time listeners to Shouts of Grace and encourage you that if this is something that you enjoy, why not visit ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com. And there at ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com, you can get caught up on all of our past 94 episodes as we are approaching a 100-episode uh, milestone. Um, we're just excited about that. And as well, if you are a return listener, we want to thank you um, for your support and uh, just encourage you to continue on in your faith as we take uh, biblical principles and ideas and we apply a, a biblical worldview to them to help um, help perfect the saints, if you will, and just to live godly lives in an ungodly uh, world. And so if you're um, new to the broadcast, then you know uh, you don't know that that actually what we do here is we, we take several friends of mine from, from really around the country, different pastors, um, and um, we just kind of engage in a dialogue. And so today I have Thomas Powell, pastor at Calvary Chapel, Virginia Beach. Um, how are you doing, my brother? I am doing great. God bless you, Stephen. <laughs> good, good, good. Hey, listen, um, just, a, just a quick recap, man. We, we got a chance to spend some time together in, in Cuba last year. We got to get to know each other, and you you were just kind of, you and, you and your electrifying personality just kind of captured the hearts of the Cubans, and now they want you to come back, huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. By the grace of God, I leave a week from now, and I'm looking forward to speaking around the island, doing four different pastor conferences, two youth conferences, and we're also going to ordain a young pastor and mm. commission a new church in Cuba. Wow, man, that's awesome. It's, isn't it? There's nothing There's nothing like investing in God's kingdom. Isn't that right? You just The return is oh, amazing. So right. well, it's hey, eternal work. We get to be a part of something eternal. Amen to that. Amen to that. Well, hey, listen, we've been um, we've been kind of jumping around and with different guests. I just had Pastor Bill Buffington. You know him, your friend um, from Calvary. I do Chapel, know him. Yeah, <laughs> Inglewood, yes. and we had some fun, and so um, uh, we kind of un- unpacked this idea of starting new and looking back, and this whole idea, you know, when we embark on a new year. And so today, what I want to do is is, is I want to take something for 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 me personally that's 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 dear, and also for us, it's really this idea that we're impressing on our church for 2020, um, we kind of need to center our culture around this idea of, of loving one another, right? This idea that, yes. that, that, um, you know, love believes all things, it hopes all things, it endures all things, it never fails. If, if, if a culture, whether that culture is personal, whether it's a family culture, a business culture, or a church culture, when, when, when that is present there, man, the, the, the things that can happen there, when people just believe the best about others rather than the worst. And so what, what I want to do is, is kind of look at a scripture today um, where, where that was kind of lost, and, and this idea of of loving God first was lost. And so I just kind of want to jump right into this, and I'm going to hit the ball into your side of the court and just have you kind of explain to us the importance and the relevance of this as it pertains to our life. And so, Thomas, in, in, in Revelation 2.1, it says this. It says, To the angel of the church of Ephesus, write these things, says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil, 
and you've tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and you've found them to be liars. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand and its place unless you repent. Pastor Thomas, you and I live in a very different world than we did 30 years ago. Um, we look out yes. at our society, our culture, our political climate, um, just just neighbors themselves, and we have never been more divisive in our history of our country. And along the heels of that divisiveness is just this sheer lack of love for people, not to mention a lack of love for God. So maybe what you can do is, is start us off and, and talk about why this is so important, what's happening here, because this is in the church, and, and, and if love is not in the church, Thomas, correct me if I'm wrong, if love isn't in the church, how in the world can we expect to, 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 to give to the world something that we ourselves don't possess? Ah, uh, so right, Steve, so right. You know, to, to go to the beginning of all this, in my perspective, is Jesus made it very clear that in the last days, things are going to change. Things are going to be different. And one of those things he said would be different is because lawlessness would be all over the land, the love of many would grow cold. Hmm. Um, and, and look what he says. It's because it's because there's a, there's lawlessness. And we see that as we enter these last days, we see things that are not just and we see, you know, evil prevailing. So what happens is it, it erodes at the love of people. And we're, and we're definitely seeing that today. We're definitely seeing that. We're seeing it in the church. Yes, we are. And, and you're right. We, we are everything. We, we are, our, whole, our whole faith is defined by love. And, and, and here it is. We love him because he first loved us. And mm. now we, we ought to love one another. Mm. I, I, my heart goes out. You know what we're doing? God, Steve, boy, we, we, we must have been separated at birth because we're, <laughs> our, theme, <laughs> our theme for this year, 2020, is very similar to yours. Ours is dwelling together, mm. dwelling together, based on uh, Psalm 133, verse 1. Mm. And, and it's amazing that we have to push these subjects like this mm. because love is born out of the Spirit. And you know me, I get on a platform now. I believe mm. the church lacks the filling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The fruit of the Spirit is love. And, mm. and we tapped love. We, we, have, we cut it off. We need to be letting the Holy Spirit help us love one another. That's right. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, Thomas, you bring up a good point. You know, we're attacking and we're approaching, I should say, similar themes for our churches because we all see the same thing. We all That's see right. that there is this degrading of of human dignity. There's this hatred that, that I mean, we're we're getting ready to, in, in in my opinion, and I sure hope I'm wrong in this, um, but we're getting ready to probably embark on the most divisive year in in our country's history. We we saw it three and a half years ago when when an yes. election took place, and politically, people are rallying around a worldview, their ideology, whether what whichever it is, and they're driving stakes in the ground, and and as a result, 
man, we're, we're not just seeing a disagreement. We've always had disagreements, but we're seeing a hatred associated with the disagreement. But, but, but what's more troubling, Thomas, and I think you see this, and I see this, and certainly others see this, and that's why we're addressing our churches with it, is, man, it's, it's, it's in the church, brother. It, it's, yes. it's, there, there's this, just this thing that, that we just don't believe the best about each other. We don't love each other. We don't endure one no. another. We're, the, the patience for the brethren is gone, and it's just like there's this attack inwardly where we're devouring each other. And, and what Jesus talks about here, and let's talk about this, he doesn't talk about the world. Oddly, oddly enough, he talks about the church. And he says, yes. inside of you, despite all of the good things that are going on, right, despite all these labors that you guys are doing, which I love the fact that you're doing, that's great, I have this against you. Now, when Jesus says he got something against you, Thomas, <laughs> you're going to want to listen, right? <laughs> yeah, you and, do, yes. <laughs> and he says, you've left your first love. Talk about why that's important in the church. Yeah. Jesus is, is pretty much saying to us and to that church in Ephesus, is that you have left the priority of love first priority. Mm. Um, and, and you haven't seen that you haven't seen love as the priority. Um, and, and it, and we know it is, we know by his word, it is, we know by the influence of his love upon our hearts. It is to love one another. Now is to extend that love with, again, with his help and with his spirit. I had a devastating situation happen just yesterday, and, and it, it has to do with a misappropriation of what genuine love is. Uh, a, a, he's a good friend, and, and, he, and he had been a faithful elder in my church, and, and he committed adultery on his wife hmm. and, and, and hid it for, for so long, and and, and end up separating and, and finding out yesterday, he confessed to me yesterday that, that he, he, had, he had made this, this bad decision, this sin. Um, you know what he kept saying, Steve? Hmm. But, but, I, but, I, but I do love her, talking about his, his wife. Hmm. Oh, but you know what? I really love her. And see, and, and, I, and I had to, I, I told him, I'm feeling uncomfortable with you saying that. When we know what love is, love doesn't rejoice in iniquity or move toward iniquity. No, it, it rejoices in the truth. And what is the truth that you need to do is like go back home. <laughs> and, and she wanted him home. She wanted him. She she was she said she was ready to forgive him. But his but his concept of love was messed up, man. His concept, his love, it was a love that wasn't biblical to say the least nor one that was spirit um, brought about. Hmm. It's not a love and truth. Hmm. You know, man, I, I want to talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break, because we, we live okay. in a day and age that is redefining what love is. B biblical it love is. Is, now, is now by the wayside, and, and we've got this real this pseudo idea of love that's just it's you kind of sit back and you go what in the world are they talking about but but the world has now <laughs> made its way into the church and they're telling us what love is and so I want to unpack that a little bit more and then kind of and kind of see what Jesus says to this church in regard to their fall as you said from the priority of love first loving God um, and and we'll kind of unpack that a little bit you're listening to shouts of grace radio we'll be right back 
You're listening to Shouts of Grace Radio with Pastor Steve. At Shouts of Grace Radio, we're thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah on the airwaves with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Key Radio can be found online at keyradio.org, and your support of Key Radio makes programs like Shouts of Grace Radio possible. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. Welcome back to Shouts of Grace Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pearson, pastor at Redemption Hill Church, and I am on the phone with a good friend of mine, Thomas Powell from Calvary Chapel, Virginia Beach. Um, and we've been talking, before we before we took a break, we've been talking about this idea of Revelation 2, how, where people have moved away from, as Thomas put it, the priority of love in their life, and they're embracing these ideas that are contrary to Scripture. But, but what we want to talk about is those definitely have ramifications. But Thomas, before we took a break, I, I'd kind of, I, I kind of suggested to you that that the world is now defining for us what love is, and 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 we see this in in you know the 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 LGBTQ agenda and telling us this is you know leave people alone. They ought to you know they ought to be able to love how they want. And and one of the things that we've seen over history, and we see this in Scripture, is when men define things contrary to what God defines, it ends really badly. Right. It just, yes. it, does yes, it. it does. <laughs> you know, and so, so, so this idea of love and you'd shared the story about your elder, this idea of love that the world now is, is, is packaging and giving to the church. How is it different than, than, than God's love? It is a love without, <clears throat> without commitment. It is mm. a love that moves on feeling. When I do marriage ceremonies, I before we read first Corinthians 13, the love chapter, which I, I make it a mandate, I must have this read at your ceremony because you need to be able to define what love really is. Mm. How are you gonna, how is this marriage gonna survive without you understanding that? No, the world of the love, the world of, of what the Beatles said, you know, the world of Beyonce and what she's <laughs> singing about, you know, that's a love. You know, there was a song I grew up <laughs> hearing when I was young and, and the lyrics were this, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> Talks about some affair or some adultery thing. Yeah. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. That's horrible. That sounds like the world. <laughs> That's the world, man. Wow. wow. You know, and now, now the love of God, the love that he wants to move through our lives into other people is a love that, that is pure. Mm. Mm, a love that is clean, a, a, a love that's not puffed up and everything. Look at the list. I love list. Look at the list we had in First Corinthians mm. chapter 13. Look at the list we got. Yeah. Gosh, it's kind, kind, and, you know, yeah. and all the, it just goes on, long suffering. Amen. Amen. You know, he says here that I have this against you. He says, you yeah. have left your first love. It doesn't say lost. It says left. No. And, and, and that's an interesting word. That word left there means you have let go of it. You've distanced yourself from it. And, and, and within the church, Thomas, as he's talking here, isn't it true that we could be so about religion and so about serving God and so about being involved in whatever it is, children's ministry or youth or, or you know, being a deacon or whatever it might be, that we could actually, it's, it's unfathomable, we could actually do that <laughs> and have distanced ourselves from the love of God, from loving that God. That is scary. That is, that is scary, isn't it? The Church of Ephesus, Look at the discernment they had mm. concerning the Nicolaitan people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Is that they were, he said, 
I know you hate their deeds. I hate them too. Hmm. So they had discernment, but yet, like you just said, Steve, they were able to operate without that love priority. Hmm. And, 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 it, and it brought devastation. You know, something we have, bro, in, in our church, and this is with our Calvary Chapel tradition, is a lampstand. A lampstand is pretty much in the center of our church on our communion table. Mm. And the reason we had the lampstand, a lot of people come in and say, oh, I didn't know this was a Jewish church. Well, I, yeah, well, <laughs> we're Judeo-Christian, you know. But right away they associate that with, you know, with, with, with uh, practice of Judaism. So, no, I say, no, 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 no. I said, let's do a Bible study. Now tell me who Jesus said was the church. And he said, the church are the seven lampstands. And Jesus said, I walk in the midst of a lampstand. Now, he says to the church in Ephesus, you just read it earlier. He said, you know what? I'm going to take it. I'm going to remove it. If you don't deal with this, it's going to be removed. Yeah, you lose not, your light. Not, yes, you can't see without light. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean that, how, the worst thing, as a Christian, you, you, without love, he's saying, if you don't repent, you're, you're actually going to lose your ability to shine. You know, and, and Jesus even said that, right? He said, you're going to know yes. people are my disciples by their love to one another. What that That is the That's thing that convicts the world is look at how these people yes. treat one another and, and love one another. And so, um, you know, I, I man, I, talk, talk about this because because here's the thing. When we distance ourselves from from the love of God, we're in the church, we're serving God. And these guys, man, they 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 had the theological groundwork laid. They 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 knew their Bibles. In fact, you know, when when Paul talked to these guys in in in, in Acts chapter twenty, he said, "Hey, listen, um, you know, grievous wolves are going to come in among you, and they're not going to spare the flock, right?" And so here he's commending them. Hey, you listened. You guys tested them. You found them to be false prophets. Good for you. One problem: you do not have the transforming love of God in you. That's a huge problem, and, and, and we see the magnitude that that can have in a life. You look at somebody like John who even wrote this, right? He was one of the two guys that walked through uh, uh, Samaria, and when they wouldn't receive Jesus, says, you want me to call down fire from heaven and smoke these fools? Like, like Jesus, <laughs> Jesus looks at him and says, whoa, 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 you don't know what kind of heart you have, man. You That's know, right. but that same guy— Pins these words, beloved, if you do not love your brother whom you have seen, how can you love God whom you can't see, have, haven't seen? This guy's, lo the love of Christ transformed his life to where he's using yes. words like beloved. Like who, you know, <laughs> man, if it doesn't transform our life, then there's something that needs to happen. And it's called repentance. And he mentions it there. What, what, what does that look like? Yes, he does. Yes, that repentance looks like you. Remember, he told him right before that is remember where you're falling from. Mm. Okay? See, that's crucial, obviously, because Jesus says it. <laughs> mm. uh, there, I, and boy, don't we do that regularly? And we should. Don't we do that regularly? In my, yep. in my own devotional time, I can look back 40 years ago when I became a Christian. Man, I was eating up the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was reaching out to, to, to people without hesitation. But, but what happens? The love grows cold. It mm. gets cold. Uh, you get old or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you end up now just taking things for granted. There's no excitement. You lose the excitement. We need to repent from that. Mm. Change your mind and change your direction. Mm. I have a, I'm going to say this real quick. I have a woman in our church who is the poster child for, for a needy person. Okay? She... 
she has worn people out in our church. Okay. <laughs> by, by, <laughs> and, and I tell you, man, I, I, I've almost come to prayer sometime. Lord, sinner, somewhere else, sinner <laughs> to Utah, Lord, sinner to Utah. No, I'm just kidding. But, but, you know, I just, she was just bothering me, man. <laughs> okay. And she bothered people. The Lord got a hold of my heart and it, 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 it was, it was through seeing change in her. See, that's what it was. I was seeing her getting better because she, she's faithful, man. That's a lady who comes to our church. She serves in the children's ministry. The Lord ministered to my heart, Steve. I need you. I think the word was need. I'm, I'm appropriating when he's speaking to me. It was need. I need you to. In, I need you to validate her every time you see her. Hmm. Now I wasn't doing that. I I would wave across the parking lot. Hey, how are you? <laughs> and I keep moving like I got somewhere to go. Okay. She, I knew what God wanted me to do. I had to embrace her. Had to. Had to touch her yeah. i had to say god bless you how you doing mm. tell me about it hey, amen sit down when, when she's in the con she comes early when she was in the congregation there sitting i had to go to her even though her back was towards me god put on my heart i want you to move see that was repentance for me yeah steve i had to do something different too and it had to do with loving this woman amen who had one time been a bother to me Amen. And, and, you know, I love, I love this and we often hear it. Sometimes people refer to it as the three R's, remember, repent and return, right? Those are the, yeah. that's, that, that, that's how you get out of any state where you've distanced yourself from God. In this state, it's the state of yeah. lack of love. Remember <laughs> when you loved, repent yeah. and return to the things you used to do. So, so there's practical parts to this. And, and, you know, um, in the last, in, in the last minute and a half that we have, Thomas, um, you know, Talk, talk to the religious community for a second. Those who file into church every Sunday under the banner of religion and they, and they give their money and they serve and they do all of those things, yet, yet there's no passion and no love for God. Their service is to man and somehow think that maybe that communicates love to God. Talk about the difference between that religious expression and a genuine relationship with Christ. A minute and a half. Yes. It, it, it's, first of all, the relationship that we have with Jesus has to be a relationship of love. His everlasting love. He said with that everlasting love, that's how he's drawn us. Hmm. And again, quoting from 1 John, we love him because he first loved us. And that's important to get that out of whack, to try to move in a relationship with Jesus that's not based upon love. Our love for him, his love for us. But starting with his love for us. That's right. Jesus got into Peter's face, right? He didn't ask Peter, hey, did you remember everything I said to you all these three years? Hey, you know, tell me what the Ten Commandments are. He didn't do that. Hmm. He asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? And then he asked him again. Yeah. And then he asked him again. And again, I'm looking at this because Peter had no doubt that Christ loved him. Yeah. But that, but but us loving now, him, uh, us loving him, is is crucial in these last days. And in loving him, him loving us, then we can love the world, and mm. that's going to be our greatest witness to the world. Amen. Is our love. Amen. Amen. And and man, I'll tell you, Thomas, as as we close up here this this uh, this episode. 
Um, you know, you, you can shout an amen that the love of God has transformed your life and made you a more loving person. And, and I think people are looking for love in all the wrong places today. Um, it's found in the Lord Jesus Christ, who's able to transform the mind, um, and the soul. And so, man, I want to thank you for being on, on this episode, man. You're, you're a blessing. I look forward to having you on again really soon. God bless you. Thank you, Steve. You too, brother. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope you've been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace Radio is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us here at Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ.